crazy day. I mean, trying to get, I, I, I got me some Twizzlers for me to eat because it's been one of those days when my internet wasn't working. I'm just like, what is going on? But thank God. And we're right we, got, we made it in time. That's right. <laughs> right. Yes, y'all. Listen, listen. Follow us on IG. Don't forget. Tag. Share. 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 Go ahead and follow us on YouTube, subscribe, click that button. The button. <laughs> Listen, this is your girl Kawashika of the Can We Talk Sports, and we have AKA. Um, I'm sorry, Carmen, AKA Mama D. Hey, and it's Karen, that K dog. I'm, I'm I'm going back to high school days, y'all. I was the K dog. What's up, you guys? What's going on? Man, listen, it's so exciting. Facebook. What happened to Facebook? Instagram. I know. What? I uh, that just tells us how we need to uh, have another platform that we don't don't be so dependent on Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. But you guys, we got to move on because I'm just uh, so excited about this show. We have Miss Joy Taylor. She is the sister of Jason Taylor, and she has been she has been one of the leading ladies out there that's been holding it down for us women that is talking about sports. She has been on the Colwyn show. She has been on Skip and Shannon. She's been doing it all, and I'm so excited to bring her to the show. Taylor, hey, that's right, so Joy. You buying Tom Brady's praise of his Patriots exit? No, 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 come on. Now, one thing we know about Tom Brady is he is excellent at quarterback speak. He did it for 20 years. That was a bunch of word salad. Uh -huh. If everything was perfect there, why is he in Tampa Bay? Now, I don't have a problem with him not throwing extra, you know, wood on the fire in this situation. He's coming back. It's going to be a very emotional night for everyone. I think he has a tremendous amount of respect for that organization, that city, this fans the owner, and Bill Belichick. So I don't have a problem with him not telling us everything that happened. To be honest with you, I don't want the whole story. I don't want to hear mm. all the tea right now because the legacies are still being written for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. When they're both away from the game, spill all the tea. I want to know all the secrets, honey. But right now, <laughs> they still have children to raise. They don't need to be dogging each other out in public. <laughs> we we got to dog each other out in public. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love your energy. This is so fun, and thank you so much for accommodating me as well, or uh, doing the show earlier. I really appreciate that. We appreciate you, lady. We appreciate you coming on, taking the time to come and talk to us, sports moms. You know we got something to say, girl. <laughs> 
yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know my, my mother's a sports mom and she got plenty to say. That's why I tell her to stay off the internet. Okay? <laughs> Don't read any of the comments. You know, it was a different time when Jason was playing, you know, they, the social media was not the same. You just had to worry about the media. There's just the media. Now everybody got something to say. You're not going to like it. So just, you know, I know, I know, believe me. But you know, I that's one of my questions I have for you because you you you're coming from a sports family, and so you have your brother, and then then you're in the the corporate world of sports. You know how important do you think it is for parents to have a seat at the table when it comes to their kids in sports? I think it's very important, especially if you know your family is your family's everything. And we know there's, there's stories out there of, you know, parents taking advantage of situations and, um, you know, things turning ugly when it comes to money, we know how quickly that can go at any, you know, with anything in life. But at the end of the day, you have to have the people closest to you, um, involved and who's going to give you better advice, you know, than somebody who's seen every step of your journey up until this point and you know people change and situations change and money and location and kids and wives and all that stuff but you know i think family is as we all know when it hits the fan who's gonna be there mom's gonna be driving to wherever you are yes. and make sure you have food on the table and you know your laundry's done and you can focus on what you need to focus on and you know so i think family is um incredibly important. And, and I do think that now, especially organizations and uh, coaches are are much more accommodating to families, you know, the organizations, at least that I've been around, um, you know, obviously, you know, being in Miami, uh, I can think of an organization like the Heat that is just, they're known for being super welcoming to families. They have a family room, a kid's room, you can leave the kids and go watch the game. And they got food and like they just go over the top to make sure that people feel comfortable having their families around because it's important. It's good for your mental health. It, it, it will help you play better knowing everything's taken care of. You know, my mom doesn't have to worry about finding her way through the arena. You know, it's little mm -hmm. things like that, that that go a long way for players. And it's the small things that lead to the big things like championships and winning organizations know that. So I think it's very important. Very good. So, Joy, we're so excited. I have to tell you, we're so excited to have you on the show tonight. Listen, tell us a little bit about your journey. Now, we know we start, you started as a producer. When did you realize you'd rather be in front of the camera instead of behind it? Like, well, what, what well I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be on air. But, you know, in this business, you, you very often don't start in the on-air role. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're doing radio, you're you're likely to start as a producer because you know radio you have to talk nonstop. You know television. If you're a reporter, you know in small market, sometimes you can go. You know you'll have smaller packages to do. They might just throw you to the wolves, but you know you won't have three hours of content to fill. So being a producer in radio is generally how you're going to start. So uh, I always wanted to be on air. I went to Barry University in Miami for broadcast journalism. And I did, I started in the radio station there on air as obviously a student station. So, you know, you're supposed to make mistakes and, you know, learn how to do everything. That's what it's there for. But, you know, everyone that I worked with along my journey knew that, you know, my goal was always to be on air. But 
you know, that's, you have to start, you have to earn your way up. And uh, I'm actually very grateful that I started as a producer because it taught me how to do, to do a good show, how to put together a good show, how to book guests, how to put together a rundown, how to do all the little things that, you know, I still do now. I do, I mean, I have my own show on Saturday and I still do the rundown and, and, you know, write out questions and do all my prep and all those things that you learn as a young producer. So uh, it was always my goal to be on air, but you know, I had to earn my way up. Now, did you um, play any sports growing, uh, growing up? Or just because you was a sports family, that's how you, you know, just grew to love sports all the way across. No, I played basketball and track the longest, uh, probably since about fifth grade or younger for track. And then I played volleyball and soccer as well in high school. So I played volleyball, soccer, track and volleyball in high school. So I was a big athlete, jock, uh, always <laughs> at the gym, working out. I was after school every day. I didn't get home late because I had a game or practice. And um, I, I loved sports. I won most athletic my senior year. <laughs> I want homecoming queen too, but I was more concerned about most athletic. I was like, I can keep homecoming queen. I need to win this most athletic. Um, actually, but yeah, my, my friend who won like the men's most athletic lives out here with his wife. So we joke about it all the time. That was a long time ago, but um, yeah, I, I played sports. I ran track my freshman year of college um, at a division two school in Pennsylvania, my first year. And I uh, quickly realized that my competitive bug had kind of died and, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a whole lot of work to be a college athlete and it's a huge commitment, huge time and energy commitment. And you have to make a lot of sacrifices. And if you are on scholarship, then you learn that very quickly. So, um, but yeah, that's a little extra jab I can throw out there for some yeah, of the guys. It's a, it's a full-time job. It is. Being it an is. And, and, and a, lot has, a lot has changed now, obviously, with the NIL rules and, you know, the NCAA has had to be a lot more flexible with college athletes. But you're right, Carmen. It's a full time job and you don't you can't work another job. Or exactly. You lose your scholarship. So that's I'm glad that that's changed because it's it is a lot for young athletes. So you mentioned the rule change. How, how do you feel about it? about these kids being able to sell themselves and their image. And like, how do you feel about that? I think it was inevitable with social media that it was just, it was going to happen whether, you know, the NCAA or, or any of the rest of us were ready for it. Um, now I, being that I was a college athlete and my, both my brothers were college athletes. So I very much understand what the process of, being a college athlete, the money that you're allowed to make, the rules that you're under, the pressure that you're under, you know, what it's like to, you know, I mean, I'm five foot two. My brothers eat a lot of food. Okay. And not just, you know, not just the food yes. like that they give them. There's you no, know, my younger brother's six foot four. He eats a lot of food. So, you know, it's, and we've heard a lot of athletes talk about, you know, some of the struggles that they went through in college while they're even at these big universities because of the rules that, were in place. Um, and then that obviously that turns to, you know, some corruption because you have, you got to feed yourself literally. Right. So I, I, I think it was inevitable one because of social media and two, because it was just an outdated system. There's no reason why kids who are bringing in millions, millions of billions of dollars into a sport 
are not allowed to capitalize on their name and image in the simple ways as, as an autograph or, you know, yes. posting something on their social media. And now some of these student athletes are coming to their schools with hundreds of thousands of followers before they ever set foot on these campuses with more followers than the campus, you know, or the, <laughs> the school pages have. So, you know, how do you tell someone who's earned that following before they ever set foot on your campus, you can't capitalize on it. So I, I know there's a bit of a hesitation. There's obviously the conversation of, you know, well, these kids are going to be making all this money. Are they going to be paying taxes? Do they know how to handle it? I look at it as this is now reality. So what do we do? Well, now we have an opportunity to teach young people about financial literacy at a much younger age where they now can understand because they have the money to say, mm -hmm. oh, I have this, you know, $10,000. What do I do with it? Well, I want to buy a bag. Okay, well, you can buy that bag if you want to, but you've got to pay taxes on <laughs> that money that mm -hmm. you made first. You need to put it in a bank account. If you don't want to spend it on that, where do you put it? Do you need a savings account? You know, all these little things. And, yes. and now, you know, the, the bigger athletes who are, who are getting these huge endorsement deals that they would get if they were pros, even more reason to let them know, like, you need to invest this. And this is where you, you know, this is where you put it, where if you're just talking to kids, I mean, we, we all went through this. I certainly did. I still don't understand the stock market. What is it? I don't know. Where's the money? Okay. I take some money, invest it. I don't know where it's going um, because I wasn't taught it. I was, you know, it's taught in the abstract, but until you have the money in your hands to know this is where it's going and this is what's coming back to me and this is where I can move it and this is what I owe and all those things. It's really just an abstract thought. Well, now you have young people who are have the money, who are making the money at a younger age and they can learn about what to do with it and they can maybe make some mistakes as well, which will help them when they get to the pros and they're making even more money. So I look at it as a positive thing, mostly because it was inevitable. So rather than panicking about it, are looking at it as, you know, they shouldn't make this money. There's a 20 year old hackers taking down Facebook yesterday or whoever it was, you know, just any one of these kids who are so young making all kinds of money just because they're, they're student athletes, they aren't capable of making money. It's just, it's silly. So I, I think it's a positive thing. Yes. I, like I do too. Tell the truth, the whole truth. And nothing, <laughs> and nothing but the truth. <laughs> I agree, Joy. I agree. And a lot of these kids, sometimes they have like my son, you know, they had like six different cafeterias. They, they have plenty to eat, but it's not <laughs> even just about eating. It was like buying deodorant, getting your hair cut, taking your girlfriend to the movies. Like, you know, these kids need extra money, you know, yeah. they yeah. need extra money. Right. Yeah. Well, I agree a hundred percent. They're, they're really grown now. You want them mm -hmm. to be independent, right? Right. Yes. Listen, mama, listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Funny. No. <laughs> but no, yes. I, whoever against that. No, um, I mean it's mm -hmm. it's uh it's the idea that they're receiving a free education, but I mean, I can speak to it because I just mentioned it. Like I was right. a college athlete and it was too much for me. I was like, yeah. I'm at pri I have to get all my classes have to be at six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I have no flexibility. I have to be, I have winter track and regular track season, indoor track season. You got to be on a bus for three hours to get to the mm -hmm. meet. You get mm -hmm. a little sandwich on the way there. Like, this is a lot. It's a huge right. commitment on top of school. 
yeah. which is what you're getting for free. But all the other students that are getting this education that they're quote unquote paying for are not having to also have a whole other job, which is sports. Now, mm-hmm. listen, it was a, it was obviously uh, a privilege to be able to be in that situation. But for me and for I'm sure a lot of a lot of student athletes, it's a huge burden. So uh, not burden, but, you know, it's it's a huge challenge is what I should say, not burden. So, yeah, I mean, anyone who is against young people making money off of a platform that they've earned through their very hard work, right? you know, I would just love to know what their mentality on that is. Because it certainly can't be that you shouldn't be able to make money at a certain age. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the beginning of entrepreneurs. I mean, we're going to have entrepreneurs everywhere. Because everybody has a T-shirt now that they're selling. And, you know, most of the time, these kids in college, you know, whether they need extra money for books, food, or whatever, you know, they can utilize that. Because sometimes their parents are not able to afford to give them what it is they need. And so now they can do that with their likeness. And so I'm yeah. for it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Parents should be for it anyway. Yeah, they can take care of their own self. Exactly. Exactly. So tell us how it was with uh, being on Skip and Shannon. Yeah. (laughs) Now them two. Yeah. Skip and Shannon was a really fun experience. Uh, Undisputed. We launched it together. Uh, So when Skip first, Skip and Shannon actually first came to the network. Um, you know, it was, we, there was the three of us starting that show and, you know, building the audience and getting Skip established on a new network and Shannon on a debate show, which he format, which he had never done before. So we kind of all grew up on that show together at the network and, uh, we, none of us had worked together before and it was, it was a really great experience. Skip has been, uh, really wonderful to me. He was always super respectful and um, accommodating and patient with me being a, you know, young broadcaster in that very intense space. And, and Shannon is such an easy person to work with. You know, he's just has a great spirit and energy with everyone in the building and just, you know, comes in at six o'clock in the morning and is just ready to go um, at the top of the energy scale, which is what you need for a show like that. So it was, it was a great experience and we got to travel a lot. We went to a lot of really cool places, went to the NBA finals in Cleveland and the NBA finals in the Bay and, um, Mayweather McGregor, a McGregor fight in New York, uh, us open, um, you know, super bowl. So, you know, we got to do the show from a lot of places, which was cool for me because, you know, people have this idea that everyone hates skip and, you know, they don't agree with, with Shannon about LeBron. And, you know, when we would do these shows on the road, we would always do meet and greets. Obviously, it's pre-COVID. Um, we would do meet and greets with, you know, the, the crowd or whoever would come out to watch the show after the show was over. And everyone is just, it's all love. Like, everyone is just happy. And it's sports. You know, we debate. We, we probably would sit here and talk and have, um, you know, differing opinions on different topics. You know, we're not all agree on anything and we'd have our debate, but at the end of the day, you know, we're just going to go back to what we had to do tonight and not be salty about it. Cause that's what we do. We argue about sports, you know, in our own healthy way. We're like one big sports family, you know, families argue and then we got to let it go because we have stuff to do. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of how, that's kind of how it is. And um, it was really good to see that in real, you know, real life because everybody, I think on the internet, everyone thinks that things are a certain way 
and they're really not. So it was it was great. It was a great experience for me. Um, it was a it was an interesting lifestyle change. I had to be up at three twenty in the morning every day to do that show. So wow. uh, <laughs> so that's that was different. But it also it actually taught me a lot about routine and you know managing my time and energy better. So I would I would do kind of a Steve Jobs sort of process before work and you know get the same thing for breakfast every day and have the same time routine, park in the same spot, you know, not worry about what I'm wearing to work, just throw some sweatpants on and go, lay them out the night before. You know, just be very routine with it so that I could save all my energy for the show. And I still do that today. So um, I learned a lot of good, good professional habits from being on the show with them as well. Discipline, it sounds like. Um, did you did you ever feel like you were the referee kind of in the middle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 what the job is. It's so it, the, the interesting part of the show that I think people wouldn't know unless they worked on the show or had been around the show is that there's no animosity between the two of them once the segment's over. So we do say like we do the A block and say it's, you know, the Cowboys one. So, you know, Skip's going to be going crazy and Shannon's going to do his thing. And then they go, 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 go. All right, guys, we got to go to break. Coming up next, LeBron and the Lakers, do they win in Brooklyn tomorrow night? We'll find out next, right? So they're ending. They're like, Rah. we got a break. That's it. Skip goes off to go get his notes for the next block. Shannon's with his producer. I'm doing my thing with my notes. And then this is, and then we just, you know, gear up and do it again. So there's not, there's no like real anger. Oh, it's, yeah, the, the, mm -hmm. the arguments are real in on like they're actually arguing. Right. But once it's over, there's not any like personal uh, jabs. You know what I mean? So there's not right. any animosity like that once the conversation's over, I should say. But they really believe what they're saying, too, which is another misconception <laughs> that everyone has. Like, everyone's like, Shannon doesn't really believe that, right, about LeBron. And, like, Skip doesn't really, like, care that much about the right. Cowboys. I'm like, no, they do. Like, they really believe that. Because the show is produced in a way that it's genuine. Like, they can't go mm -hmm. in a room in the meeting in the morning and be like, we have to do this topic. Okay, how do you feel about it? Well, I agree. I agree, too but I'm going to pretend like I don't agree. Well, it doesn't work because <laughs> if you really don't believe it, when you get on TV, eventually you're just going to be like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care that much. You have to really believe it. Like, or you can't do it. And sometimes, sometimes they'll do topics on the show where they don't actually debate anything, but it's just a topic that needs to be done. You know, we would do uh Colin Kaepernick a lot, obviously with all, when all the stuff was happening when he was kneeling. Well, there's nothing to debate there, you know, but we are going to have to talk about it because it's every, the whole world is talking about this. Uh -huh. So, you know, every every part of the show isn't necessarily debate and so much as it's discussion as well. But they really do believe passionately about what they're talking about. Girl, you you got it going on. You holding it down for us ladies. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Yes. You're yes. so Wait, you you have a new show. Tell us about it, girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're making me want some Swizzlers. Uh, yes, it started three weeks ago now um, on Fox Sports Radio on Saturdays from two to four p.m. Eastern. So it is the Joy Taylor Show. It's uh, just me, which is exciting, and uh, obviously the National Network, which is exciting as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been working a long time to get the opportunity to host a show, a uh, solo show. 
and I love radio. Obviously, that's where I started. So it's been uh, it's been fun. So how can people um, see the show or hear the show? So it's on Fox Sports Radio. So if you can go, you can get on the iHeartRadio app if you don't have the affiliates in your um, area. And I believe it's, I don't know what the Sirius XM uh, station is, but it would be Fox the Fox Sports Radio Sirius station. But if you go to foxsportsradio.com, it'll be streaming there and you can listen there any uh, anytime. So are you buying people? I am. I am. Last week I had Mark Sanchez, Jacina Anderson, and Amina Jade, who's at NBC Boston. Uh, last week I had Jen Welter and Ryan Rosillo, and oh my God, it's slipping me now. I can't remember the last guest last week, but yes, MJ Acosta, my brother, uh, Nick Wright. So I've had a, I've had a bunch of people on, and uh, I'll always, of course have ladies on every weekend as well. So awesome. that awesome. takes me, that's take, that takes me to my our next question, Joy. Um, what's your take on today's like gender and race equality in sports media? Like where do you see it going? Like what's what's your take on that? Well, I think we have made, we've obviously made some progress and i think it's important to acknowledge when we do make progress and celebrate that and celebrate the people who have accomplished that and are in those spaces but i do think we have a long way to go and and in some ways it's 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 a little inside baseball you know it's it's the things that we see in the business behind the scenes the crew the executives the you know high level producers there needs to be diversity there as well because even though talent is important and obviously representation is tremendously important because that's what you see as the audience so seeing women seeing black women seeing diverse mm -hmm. men and, and diverse sets of people is important from different places and they are the mouthpieces so you know you're getting their experiences and their experiences reflect your experiences. So as we know how important that is. But what is also important is that the executives, the people that hire people, the people that pay people, the people that encourage and help, you know, develop the stories, the producers, the, you know, digital producers, the documentarians, the, those people, mm -hmm. that needs to be diverse as well because mm -hmm. What 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 people don't see a lot of times is because just the talent, you know, we have our voices and we're able to use our voices. And, you know, I, I'm very out. Obviously, I say what I say. So I think a lot of people know where I stand on a lot of issues. But, you know, there is a it's the media and it's it's television, it's entertainment. And we know this when we when we watch movies you'll see a movie and you can tell who made this movie and who wrote right. this movie based off of right. what you're seeing and watching. Like, mm, that is not how it is. <laughs> that is not correct. Right. <laughs> that ain't it. So, you know, you have to have people of diversity in the rooms when these stories are being written, when these stories are being told, because we're telling history. And if you're telling history from one set of eyes, that's what people are going to remember. And, you know, through a, a daily basis, that's where I think the diversity is, is equally as important as what's on air. And of course, when you're talking about equal pay, when you're talking about who's getting these opportunities, 
We know that people tend to hire people that look like them and come from the same place that they come from, that they can relate to. And many times they also feel like those people deserve to be paid and other people mm -hmm. don't. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think diversity is very important, not just for what you're seeing and hearing on the talent side, which uh, is, is very important, but the behind the scenes is equally as important. So uh, to answer your question, I do think we have seen a lot of progress, but I don't, I, I want to emphasize that behind the scenes is equal is as important as the talent being diverse. Good, good answer. Good answer. All right. All right. We know that you are a very busy lady and we again, thank you for coming on the show to sit down and talk to us sports moms of sharing our stories of raising up a student athlete. We really, really appreciate it. And we will be looking, uh, reach tuning in to iHeart um, radio so we can hear your segment. <laughs> and so thanks again. Tell everybody how they can find you, um, contact you or get in touch with you. Well, thank you again so much for having me. It was very kind of you to, uh, to accommodate me time-wise as well. I really appreciate that. And it was great to talk to sports moms. I miss my sports mom. I talked to her earlier today. <laughs> she's, she's with my uh, nephew, her grandson, who's screaming in the background. She's like, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you. I called you three times today. She's like, you hear this child? So, uh, you know, he's not, he's, he's starting to, you know, get, he's transitioning he's two months so he's starting to get loud and rowdy Aww. now um, <laughs> but he's a big boy but uh so thank you so much for for having me on you can watch the show i'm on uh weekdays with colin on the herd from noon to three eastern on fs1 and also thursday night football starts this week on amazon prime on prime video so if you watch thursday night football on prime video you can listen to me bucky brooks and Daniel Jeremiah on Scout's feed uh, and also on twitch.tv slash move the sticks. And then Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen on the iHeartMedia app or on foxsportsradio.com for the Joy Taylor Show. And follow me on social media at Joy Taylor Talks. Very busy lady. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We know how busy you are. We really appreciate you just take, setting aside a little time for us to just get some wisdom. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was really kind. And I'm going to go get some Twizzlers too. Yeah, right? <laughs> we should have had Twizzlers for everybody, Karen. <laughs> I love these And you know Twizzlers. what? I just had uh, COVID, so I can't even taste it. So it's just like eating plastic. <laughs> My tongue. All right, you guys. All right. Bye. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Joy. Wow. Wow. That was amazing. That was amazing. You know, we had an Amber Alert. Everybody's phone was going on. I know. Off. I was like, what is this? Me too. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, okay. Oh, that was wonderful. I really appreciate her taking the time to come on the show with us. She's amazing. She is. She's very, very busy. It don't sound. It don't look like she. Um, as far as time for herself, she is working it. I know and all of those shows that she mentioned. I was like, "Wow, girl!" Hey, wow. mean girl. Hey, mean girl. <laughs>
Listen, mean girl, Hockey, you have to come on the show. We're going to see your face. <laughs> you have to send, send us an email. Yes, please share, like, share, tag, listen. It's yes. <laughs> okay, so you guys, um, on the topic of um, sharing and listen, if you have a story um, that you want to get out there, um contact us at can we talk sports um at gmail.com and also if you have if you want to be a sponsor um we have all kind of sponsorship uh levels so contact us can we talk sports at gmail.com you guys let me get this last little chew of this twizzler <laughs> at my mouth Cause you know, once you start chewing them, you just be like chewing them and chewing them and chewing them, chewing them. Listen, guys, can we talk sports? Is real moms, okay? Yes. And Miss Sarah, she has to chew. <laughs> yes, yes. So, what's been going on this week, you guys? I think we have a a very interesting hot topic. Ooh. Listen, listen. So the hot topic, y'all ready for the hot topic? Mm -hmm. Everybody say they ready for the hot topic. We ready. Now, parents, 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 listen. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> Get ready for this one. No, seriously. Parents and their behavior at the little leagues, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What y'all think about that? We're gonna watch this video. We got a video, right? All right. Tune you can play other people. We owe it to y'all can play other people. My kid out here. We owe it to y'all can play other people. He got the cameras on everything. Oh my God! I cannot. <laughs> She's like, like we, we got this. We got the this. Stop playing. They watching the. They watching the entertainment in the stands. Like. Oh wow! Now I know I, I, I we all been little league moms before, and uh, especially when we ain't paid our money, we want our kid to play. It's like I paid my $255. My kids should have some playing time. If he don't have no playing time, I'm going to be going to talk to the coach. I told y'all. No. No. No, Karen. No. 
Okay, so I told y'all. <laughs> so how how old how old do you guys think those kids were? The kids. Oh, those look like about. They looked like 12, 13. Maybe they were pretty big. High, maybe junior high, maybe eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, but not not mm. too old. They weren't, I mean, I mean, they didn't look big enough to be ninth grade to me. They looked no, like they look like high sixth and seventh graders, yeah. 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 They look junior high, definitely. Yeah, probably from the fifth grade to seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know what? Honestly, that 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 is not cute. Let me see. Let me. What word can I use? That that was out of that was out of line. Like seriously, like in front of those kids. I remember we talked about this before. Like seriously, she jumping around like she in a boxing match, <laughs> uh, you know. And then coach, he talking back. Like what type of a leadership what are y'all teaching these kids like literally like coach against the parent no 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 you know I, I i i'm trying to be nice like no just go to the car just no take a deep breath go go like i don't know what i'm just trying my best y'all to keep it real but not just be ugly with it that, so that is so, not that's not good for our kids at the end of the day. I'm sorry. No. And it's, after you then embarrassed the coach, got him talking all crazy, talking about he's from Michigan. Like you think he's gonna <laughs> put your child in now? No. I think it's no. wrong offense, to be honest, because they're the they I agree. Adults. Yeah, they are adults. So it's like, you know, who, who of course the kids gonna go with the parents, but then the I seen the little boy go over there to the coach and like, oh, like. You know, it's that, it's that thing of that first reaction. I think there was another video that we had watched and it was a TikTok video of a parent that went up to uh, defend her kid, defend her kid, her coach, the coach. And so, you know, when you, when you first find out something is that you're, something is going on with your kid, this natural anger just comes and you just you become being in in the moment and it's almost like uncontrollable you know i just remember you know when rodney king what happened in california with rodney king and doing the ride times and you know just being out there with the emotion that was going on you just get caught up in the emotions of it and it's like you don't think about it to the next day man i just did that what did, what where did that even come from you're right. And so sometimes we just get caught up and we have, to, you know, after we in clown and acted crazy, then we have so you know what? I, I shouldn't that, have done that. That wasn't I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. And then you then you start to apologize because you then you see the effect of it because all the people who watched you, your kids, and how they say we are supposed to be setting an example for our kids. And sometimes we don't always we don't always do it. So, Koshika, I agree with you. Um, both, it was the fault of both, um, especially the coach, because first of all, parents are going to be parents. And me coming from um, the perspective of an official, like, you can't let them get under your skin. You definitely mm -hmm. have to ignore them. If they want to take it up with you after the game, then we'll talk after the game. But during the game, like, 
you can't engage with them. You can't, you can't stop coaching and start arguing with the parents mm. on the sidelines. Like that's not acceptable. It's not that's acceptable. That's the point. Stand in your role, stand in your mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. yeah. And set the example for these kids. I mean, Miss Karen, you kind of calmed me down a little bit because I got a little bump. I started bouncing around too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you was ready to fight too. Yeah, we don't know exactly what happened at the beginning, but then, like you say, when that when that heat come up on you, like protecting your kids or something was said, it's just like you just that that emotions, like you can't hear nobody, and so it could be that, but. I hate that. I hate that. You know, it's only the world can see that, and and it's mostly us. Yes, most and they're posting it everywhere. Like I, I don't really think so. They just get away with it. Well, <laughs> well, we just don't see the other ones, huh? Because we, yeah, we good to bring out our our phones. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So yeah. just. Pay attention. Try to avoid conflict, especially at the games. Man, I told y'all it when I was at them games. I just be so focused on them kids and turn and hollering and screaming, and you know I just don't understand. Like I be in my own world, and then I be trying to help it. Come on, y'all. Come on, we gotta help. The momentum need to change. Oh, how do y'all? interact and getting into it when we're supposed to be beating the other team. We're going against the other team. Now I'm getting excited and passion because we know we beat the other team. We fight. We fighting team? each other. We fighting each other instead of fighting the other team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get the crowd. Let's go. We got come on. Them kids want to see everybody cheer for them. Yes. Whew. And one yeah. of my uh, pet peeves, I, I, I do this every time I go to the game. Don't know, Miss Karen. I think she went to the game with me one time when we went to Colorado. Energy is big. If you want to know about energy, and I'm talking about, listen, if you if you sitting down and you eating popcorn and you you don't really want to be there because you tired, I got to move away from you. I'm going to go excitement is at because I'm telling you, the kids feed off our excitement and our momentum listen mm. you think they can't hear you they can hear you listen yeah. and we got enough people saying go defense go defense go go defense see i'm getting excited <laughs> I move real quick. i'm telling you i don't mean no harm you sitting up there and you look like you tired you looking at me crazy because i'm cheering for the kids hey i'm about to go <laughs> i'm about to go and I'm going to go hang with them kids, the ones that, hey! <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to be at them games. You will learn a lot about games, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, so when it comes to that type of uh, 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 mess, when they're getting into it, I don't understand that. Like, how do that happen if you're focusing mm. on the kids in the game and who win it? I want to win. They want to win. That's so good. Take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's that's good. Focusing on making okay. sure the kids have the best experience that they're gonna have while they're out there playing for that hour, whatever the hour is, and being able to be encouraging them and and cheering them on. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
they That's helping good. them grow to be better people, not Thank teaching you. them how to act a fool. Right. And then you go outside one day, little John out there fight. Fighting. You talking mm -hmm. about what is it? What's going on? Do you remember what you did in front of little John? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, uh, so let's, um, I'm sure that uh, Big Mama got something to say. So let's get ready to see what this wisdom got to say with Big Mama. I want to say one thing to Joy. Big Mama ain't got no love from them cowboys. And that's real talk, baby. I don't <laughs> pretend. I don't. <laughs> that's real talk right there. So who that? Uh, I had to wear something blue. So I found these glasses. And I was like, well, let me put them on. The... I know the boys won. So Big Mama. salute to the boys. Um, so Big Mama got a few things tonight. I'm not going to take up a lot of time, but I want to get started real quick. Um, the first thing I have is uh, everybody has seen this video of Irvin Myers. I didn't want to play it here tonight. It might not be age appropriate. Well, anyway, Irvin Myers is the Jaguars coach, and he lost to the Cincinnati Bengals last week, and he stayed on in Ohio and got his party on. Well, it shows the video of him with this uh, young girl twerking on him, right? So he dancing, he dancing back, she twerking, oh, they having a good time. So Twitter, this uh, video just goes viral. It's everywhere. So I didn't want to show it, but you know, shout out to Herb. He was out having him a good time. Well, I want you to know that his wife, Shelly, Shelly said, I was at home keeping the children she said, but she, and she calls him Buddy. That's his nickname. She calls him. She said, <laughs> Shelly said, Buddy was having a good time. And that's all that matters to me is that Buddy was enjoying himself. As a matter of fact, her word said he deserved it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Shelly don't live at every house. So y'all be careful out there because everybody don't have a Shelly. Somebody got a Sheila, and it ain't gonna be nice. So watch yourself. Be careful out there. But er, boy, I saw you. You was getting it, baby. Um, another little short thing. Uh, Coach Carl Durrell. Now, Coach, yeah, I know USC came into your city and spanked you, and I know your emotions ran a little high, but you can't be pushing the camera, people. Leave the people alone. They just doing their job. Now, what's going to happen, coach, they going to forget about Herb, but they'll be bringing your situation up all the time. They're going to want to take you to, they're going to want to do a whole lot. So just be mindful of how you walk, how you step, what's going on. You got to protect you. 
it ain't many coaches doing what you're doing, men of, you know, men. You know what I'm saying. So be easy, bro. I know that you was a little hot under the collar. USC did do their thing. Mm, they did do it, coach. But you can't be pushing the camera, people. Let the people do their job. All right, now, I had to get those two things out of my chest. Didn't want to put no pictures up of them. Didn't want to really cause no attention. But you thought Big Mama wasn't going to mention it? Oh, yeah, Big Mama going to mention it. But so now, let's get into my little things that I have for tonight. Uh, Edron James Jr. So Edron James Jr., look at him. Edron James Jr., he's the son of NFL Hall of Famer Edron James Sr., uh, this baby, now, Edwin James Sr. went to the Miami Hurricanes, then he went on to play for the Colts, and I think Seattle, I, I believe. However, this baby, they call him Edge. So Edge James is a senior, getting ready to go to uh, college. He has committed to Howard. So he's going to be a bison come the fall of the year. So shout out to the HBCUs that are, and, and, and Coach Deion Sanders is really a part of that big movement of giving that exposure. And these young men are saying, I want to be here. Uh, your dad played for the uh, Miami Hurricanes. You could have gone anywhere. You could have played for any big school, but you chose to come to Howard, chose to be at the HBCU. Shout out to you, Edge. Um, do your thing come the fall and praying great, great, great triumphs for you. My second thing, Tom and Bill. Huh, baby, this love story right here, I tell you, Tom and Bill got some secrets, baby, that make the, <laughs> make the devil bow his head and say, oh my goodness. But Tom and Jerry, they still, they have a love like no other. Uh, Joy even mentioned them. Well, they, you showed a clip of where Joy was talking about them. When it's all said and done, I'm sure somebody is going to write a book. The pictures will be shown. We're going to know the whole story. I don't even know if Big Mama want to know the story. I ain't ready for the real story, not of Tom and Bill. But my last thing is Bubba Wallace. Shout out to NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace, first African-American to win this NASCAR uh, uh, feat. He is the first African-American since 1963, which was Wendell Scott, won in 1963. But Wendell, because of, uh, of all of the oppression, the racial divide, what have you, he wasn't able to have the victory lane win. He wasn't able to celebrate on the, you know, there in the midst of everything he won but it was just so tucked away but proudly openly uh bubba won uh the nascar and i was so excited for him he teared up it was a very emotional thing but we are still uh coming into our own we are still making our way we are making a statement hey we are here and you're gonna notice us it doesn't matter what sport you come up with we can be viable contenders in whatever you have. So shout out to Bubba and his accomplishment of winning NASCAR on this past weekend. Uh, one last thing Big Mama wants to give just to you parents out there. I want you to understand that discipline 
is essential. And that is discipline with yourself. That is discipline with your children. Um, discipline is doing it no matter how emotional you are. Emotions will rise. Uh, you, like uh, Kawashka mentioned, you know, when I'm at the game, I get up, you know, hey, you know, you root your room for your team. You get all hyped up. Uh, emotions do get flared, but discipline, it is so essential to a young person's life. So parents, uh, you sports parents out there, teach that discipline. But more importantly, you have to show that as well. Because my grandmama used to say, I can't hear you for seeing you. Mm, that's all beef mama got tonight. All right, ladies, back to you. Yay, big mama. Uh, yay, big mama. Yes, I'm excited for Bubba Wallace too, you guys. I've been following him for about a year. I'm on his like Facebook feed. Like I get Facebook notifications. Like I'm so proud of that young man. Uh, well, I reached out to my producer, our producer, and I was like, I, we want him. We want yes. him. There's an email for him. So we're going to be reaching out to him and say, come on over here and Let's be interviewed by us. So let's go bubble. That is great. And you know, there's so many different sports things out there that I can't even imagine, you know, coming from Arkansas that we are starting to be a part of and making our name known because it's no longer considered a segregated or a particular race of people who did it. We are all being able to uh, take a part in these different types of sports. And so I'm just excited to be able to bring this knowledge, this information on the show for other parents to see that there's other sports than basketball, football, baseball, you know, soccer. There's other sports out there that we can do and yes. um, make money and if excel. we choose to make money. And excel. sell. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Given the opportunity. Golf, ladies. Let's, let's try golf. You want to yes. golf? They, uh, I think the PGA is coming to Texas. One of the guests that we had on the show, and um, and they may be looking at starting programs. There's programs out there for kids to be able to play for free and stuff like that. I might have to reach back to Mr. Lewis and see if Can We Talk Sports can be a part of that connection of building that golf program here in Texas when it comes. So, see, there is so much work that us parents that we could do um to continue to bring in awareness of sports and how to you know play sports do sports be sport you know all those different things yeah that's mm -hmm. something i think golf is something that that's very different for me um i mean my grandfather he was playing you know before he you know he left and he told me he was like you need to start playing golf i'm like granddaddy they play no golf but now yeah it's something you learn like every sports sport i believe is something that you learn you know rather it's discipline you know discipline like uh big mama was saying or uh nation it's something you learn from sports you know so mm -hmm. do golf absolutely horse moms and Yes. So this week, parent tip. Well, I know here in DeSoto, we have homecoming this week. Really? And so we got the parade going on. And um, 
you know, going to the boys, doing the boys locker rooms, putting them some little treats and, you know, celebrating people coming home. And um, it's just a beautiful uh, time. The weather is great here in Texas. And so it's just a beautiful time for um, just a peace, you know, and maybe it's a peace because I'm just at home. But it's just it's just a, it's just like a peace that's going on right now. And so um, just lifting up every parent out there um, who uh, kids play sports, continue to cover your kids, continue to make decisions that's going to protect your kids during this COVID. Um, just uh, continue to rock parents. Yeah. Absolutely. And I like to, Karen, I like the covering your kids, like pray over your kids and cover your kids because there's been shootings at some of these uh, football games. Mm. Um, and so, you know, just be aware of your kids and where they are and just cover them and make sure that they're safe because it can happen anywhere to any of our kids. So, yeah. Just keep them covered. Keep them prayed over. I totally, totally agree. Like, that's it. Uh, prayer. Uh, Come on, girl. Come on. Uh, parents, check on your kids with these coaches. That goes from and and I know we just got through looking at this, but let me let me let me go to the next side because it is a bad side. Mm -hmm. Check on them for as little lead. Check on them if they're in middle school. Check on them if they're in high school. Check on them if they're in junior college. Check on them if they're in a university or D two. Mm -hmm. Ask them questions about how they're being treated. Yeah, ask them questions, please. Ask them questions, how they've been treated, um, you know, how they've been talked to, uh, because at the end of the day, it's it's all about respect, okay? It's, it's, it's one thing you teaching them to be strong and, and, and do what they need to do and work hard, but it's another thing when you sitting here nitpicking and picking. So I don't know who this for, but trust me, ask your kids how they're being treated by these coaches. And I said what I said. <laughs> and that that's a good word. A good word. As far, especially not being fearful to be able to speak and let the parents know what's going on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That, and that's, stand up that's, for themselves. Yes, yes. I'm to speak up. Don't be scared. These mm -mm. ask them. Yes. Who gonna see this? Ask them. Yes. How they're doing? Because when God give me something, when He reveals something to me, I gotta see it. And this is the platform to see it. Absolutely. Yes. 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 All right, ladies. Hey, you somebody guys. Somebody needed that. Yes. Some, Washington, somebody needed that today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. 
That's good. So you guys don't forget to like, share, comment, tell somebody about this page. Can we talk sports? We're sports moms. And if you have a journey, if you have a story to share, if you want to be interviewed, just reach out to us at can we talk sports at gmail.com. Can we talk sports at gmail.com. Send us an email. You're more than welcome to come and just chat with us. Tell us what's going on. Let's have some fun. And so we we just appreciate you guys. We could not do it without you guys. So thank you so much. Bye-bye, oh, you guys. Bye-bye. 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 B